Welcome to the Amherst Podcast. Join us as we go beyond underwriting to discover more about our people, culture, and history. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the second episode on the Amherst Podcast. Today, we have Brian Reed and Laura Beckman, and we are going to be discussing the core values of Amherst. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. Good. Yeah, How thanks for guys? taking the time to be here and uh, just help us run through these questions. You know, we have a lot to ask you guys, and we're excited to uh, see what you have to say. So We're excited to be here. Well, first of all, thank you for allowing us to do the podcast. <laughs> yeah. For those that are listening or watching, um, Brian is our CEO, and Laura's our COO and president. And they have graciously took time out of their busy schedule to sit down with us today. And we are going to go over what rely means. So if you guys want to start off and tell us the when, where, how, and why of rely. So we decided around 2017 that we needed to uh, develop our own mission statement and core values that that was important to the organization. We were going through a a lot of just change within the organization and growth, and we felt like it was um, it was important. Uh, at that time, we also started working with an executive coach, and we had uh, a a meeting uh, in Austin to where we really like dug in as a management team and and sat down and whiteboarded uh what was important to us and mm. that is where we we came up with um our core values and established them i'll i'll let brian expand on on it but it was it was a fun uh whiteboard exercise to really um get us uh kind of in in the mindset of of what we were already living in the day-to-day and then tying a one word to it that the the team was in agreement mm. with yeah i kind of remember it was um I think someone said it, I said it, Dan said it, Laura said it, you know, <laughs> and the Ampede was there. That was in 2017. But um, it was, you know, what are the values that we think we already have? Mm. You know, what built us to the point of where we are now as Amherst? Yeah. So it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Actually, fun was one of the words that got on the board. Fun. Uh, I remember kind of work hard, play hard was mm-hmm. another one. Um, and then we just ended up, you know, I guess funneling to the to the rely values that we came up with. Yeah, I think that's so true. You guys are, or Amherst at least, is very big on work hard, play hard, and I think that really encourages all the employees to produce well. You know, within the company, I yeah. think it's I think it's great. Absolutely, and we we played hard there too. We at that <laughs> at that oh. meeting, we did have some team building with some Lego building competition what? going on. Lego, also the uh, cocktail. I, I won. Well, we did have a cocktail. <laughs> I won that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did not win the cocktail making. It was horrible. Oh, you guys made cocktails. Um, we did. We, did. we, we made cocktails. And what did you make? Thing. Do you remember? You said it's dangerous. I, I made kind of a margarita ish. Mine was actually a, was that the one that. Marcus's team won with the the gin fizz. Yeah, yes, that's okay. right. You <laughs> didn't win. Marcus's team did, and yeah. his his was ex- uh, actually theirs didn't taste that great, but oh. his presentation was it looked pretty. Was you know <laughs> really really nice. I think but we won the pantyhose ours... pushing ball thing. <laughs> oh yeah, we, we huh? did. <laughs> Leave it to me to bring everybody together and make them we do these really um, <laughs> awkward, challenging things. Team that's building's great. fun. It's important, but that is. It was. 
my my drink. Uh, and actually, Dan was on my team, and it was a lavender lemon drop. Mm. It, it was disgusting. No, really oh, okay. we are. I love we are not cocktail drop. making people. <laughs> so good um, cocktail drinkers, not makers. Yes, but Legos, Legos were our thing. We um, we won the Lego making contest, which was actually really. Good and actually uh, a good example of of how our core values played out together because it yeah. was you had to have someone that went and like got the instructions and then came back to you and told tried to tell you but they couldn't show you anything so you ha- they had to exactly tell you where to put um, oh. which Legos and you as- eventually built this house or this building that you were trying to anyway, that it was looking like the one they were going back and forth yeah. trying to describe to you. That's kind of like, so, uh, it was good. How things are working virtually, you know, right. training people online. Exactly. No, click that button. No, no, no. Exactly. Click that button. <laughs> and you're just like left, left, right above your mouse. I think that's cool. Were we on the same team? You might, we might've been, I don't know. Cause I, I <laughs> seem to remember winning that one. But. <laughs> you, you might've been on my team. I just know. I just, just like, I know my team won. Well, so. I know we had three engineers um, on the team and that was, whoa. that was complicated. Yeah. What's the margin here? What's the what? Margin here. <laughs> oh, less, plus or minus 10%. Always. <laughs> always. <laughs> always. Yeah. Um, but then that one actually had to be perfect. Yeah. So there was, you know, one little block that was blue that had to be in a specific spot. And it was, it was very wow. detailed. Yeah, it was. It was fun, though. That um, sounds great. Yeah. So that was that was the start of our um, kind of more organized um, senior management meetings yeah. um, that we would get together and um, do our strat planning for the next year. And and our goal in this one was writing our mission statement, establishing our core values. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess we can speak to um, what those core values are. So I guess before we tell you what they stand for, what RELI stands for, um, it's spelled R-E-L-I-I. Um, and when Laura was working on... Um, the name for Waypoint Wholesale, mm-hmm. we were throwing out hundreds of names, and she worked on this, I don't know, for 18 months probably. Yeah. Wow. Um, and I was late night texts back and forth, me and John and Laura, and no, I don't like that one. No, okay, that's a cool one. I've already done that. Um, <laughs> so I made up a word out of the values, and it was rely. So um, earlier we were talking about that, and actually it came up later to just create that as the uh, website. Or Rely. Yeah, our, our internal website. We just decided mm-hmm. to name Rely. So Rely stands for Relationships, Excellence, Leadership, Innovation, and Integrity. So with that being said, and with you guys having created that and brainstormed together, um, what do each of these pillars mean to you? Um, I think relationships, uh, if I start with the R, uh, to me is one of the most important Um mm. It's it's kind of what brings everything together um, almost. I think I think a combination of relationships and leadership probably. It's you you have all the other values and that's really relationships are how it comes to life, True. right? How it's played out. Um, and we are in the relationship business. I mean, I, I, get, I think almost any business could probably say that. I could, yeah. I could say that in my interactions with my children. It's, <laughs> it's a relationship business. Like it's uh, it's just part of life and um, it's very important um to to just get to know you know it's not always just a transaction it's it's important to get to know that broker on the other side of the phone as well and yeah. and help to um solve you know the issues for the insured and and find a good placement for them 
um, it's important to get to know your teammates and, and uh, how to communicate well with them. And so relationships to me, I think just comes across all the time in our day to day. Um, it's, it's, it's the one that I probably would identify with the most and, and find the, um, the most relatable, uh, to me. Cause I think it's, it's what brings everything together. Definitely. Um, um so excellence would be the next one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I can't remember exactly how we got to that, but I'm sure it was in an excellent manner. Really funny. Um, <laughs> but excellence, you know, we try to do everything we do in an excellent way. And, yeah. Um, strive to be, you know, as good as we can in the business that we that we do and that what we run. So excellence was a good fit. Um, obviously, everyone tries to to reach excellence in everything they do. Um, I think we we have done a really good job of that. Um, so it's a good one to identify with. I don't think it's my favorite one yet, um, but it is a good one to to identify with. Definitely. Sure. Yeah, and I think I think one of the the points to excellence too is just. Our, our results that we deliver for the carriers and, yeah. um, you know, writing a, a profitable product, right? We can all tell in today's market, it's, it's, <laughs> there's, uh, it's a struggle. Uh, and there's, there's many companies that don't have those results. Yeah. So, um, it's definitely was one of the, the things on our whiteboard as we, um, were writing was like our loss ratios and, and, you know, the return to the carriers and, so, yeah. And also the management of the carrier's yep. capacity, yeah. uh, which is a big, a big piece of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, just from sitting on this end of the table, we guys see your excellence and <clears throat> it makes us push harder to just one more account today. We can do just one more, <laughs> one, more one more interaction, That's just one good. more. And, and it leads to the next. It does. Yeah. <laughs> nice job. So, thank <laughs> you guys. Uh, so the leadership uh, component, I, I think is, uh, you know, one that was probably at the top of all of our lists when we um, put, you know, when we whiteboarded and put things together, it's, um, mm. it's been, been a bit difficult, I would say, uh, in a remote environment um, to, to still have that. Um, but I think we've, we've still done a very good job um, bringing, you know, everybody together, having that presence, keeping, you know, meetings um, on point. Um, and we continue to, to get better, but I, I think one of those key points in, in being a leader is to build your people. And that was something that was very consistent across the groups as we brainstormed was just development of your people and their growth and, and making sure that we're always building from within and giving people opportunities for growth. Yeah. And that really starts with strong leadership um, at the, at the top, being able to bring those opportunities. Um, I think you also always have to work on leadership. Yeah. Always. It's one of those ever changing, you know, it's, it's a ever changing thing. So you've just got to always be on top of whatever's next. And, and it's important how you respond to that. I think you guys have done a great uh, job on leading by example, especially with new hires coming on, you know, it's kind of just like children that like sponges you, you mm-hmm. soak up what you see, what you hear, what you read. Um, so I think that's great. That leadership, like Brian said, is something you always got to work on yeah, and absolutely. plays into everyday life, honestly. It's a pursuit. And we can all appreciate that. So with the next one being integrity, 
Can you tell us a little bit about that and why it made it on the board? Sure. Um, well, without integrity, I don't think you have a whole lot to talk about. Very so true. Um, you know, to me, integrity is in everything that we do. Our consistency with our carriers, our consistency with our producers, how we, you know, quote, bind, send a policy out. Um, but also, you know, goes to the relationship side as well. Mm. You have to be consistent and fair and honest. And I think that integrity shows up in everything we do every day. So that was an easy one, I think, for us. But it's probably the one that I identify most with. Nice. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I've always liked to be kind of the even keel, not take favorites. Um, there might be favorites out there, but, <laughs> but you can't treat them any better than you would the next guy or gal. That's true. So um, integrity is a, a big part of what we do. Right on. And our last pillar being innovation. I feel like our team is always innovating, but I'll let you guys lead that. Yeah, well, if I if we think of um, Shark Tank and how we've come to um, this Amherst podcast, uh, that was y'all's brainchild, right? And that, <laughs> Thank that you. goes in that innovation category. Um, uh, I think, you know, innovation was, was kind of always at our core. It's why we're the gorilla in the market because... Uh, like the that. systems that, you know, Brian um, built sitting on the floor of <laughs> of an um, office an with a laptop, office. right? <laughs> no computer. Yeah. Um, it's but it's those systems and that, that innovative thinking and different ways to do things that ultimately, um, you know, built the company. Yeah. Um, yeah, Amherst was, was a unique, uh, not unique because it was an MGA and MGAs existed. But the way that Amherst came together was a pretty unique uh, way of putting it together, which is multiple carriers all signing on to the same policies. The way we built our underwriting systems were, you know, it was basically, you know, from scratch. Yeah. And what was in our heads as underwriters, and we got that into a, a model or however you want to call it, but a tool. Mm. Um, and it just innovated every day. It was an innovation. I mean, uh, I remember going... And of course, Dan was there with us, and we all um, collectively built everything together. But I was the risk calc model was kind of my baby, so um, <laughs> I would constantly go into Dan and say, "Hey, do you want to do this and th- or that?" And he'd go, "Yeah, both." So <laughs> okay. And then when it came to you know tracking data and, and building our data systems in the back end, that was a couple of years later. Uh, it was the same story. It's, "Hey, do you want to pick up this one or that one?" He said, "Yes." <laughs> It was never a, sure. an either or. It was always everything. So that's awesome. Um, it's it's been a lot of fun doing that. So those innovation days of systems and everything continue today. Yeah. So right now we're rebuilding, you know, what has been built in the past, and we're freshening it up. and And there's a lot of new innovative ideas. The team is a lot bigger. Um, so a lot of that plays into our values as well. So I, I noticed how you said that. Um, what was different about Amherst is having multiple carriers sign onto one policy. Now was that existent back then as well, or you know, with MGAs all being out there, we I think we made it up. Yeah? Yeah. Now that is innovative. Uh, there, there's definitely so quarter share carriers out definitely. there and shared and layered deals that were out there, but all under one roof. Um, I I don't recall ever seeing that before. That's innovative for sure. So I think we made up the a, a couple of forms that basically make it happen um, that are attached to our policies today, and yeah. the wording hasn't changed at all. So it's uh, it was something that was... Um, never done. I think. Cool. That's really cool to hear. 
So what are your hopes for Amrisk under these core values? Where do you see us in 5, 10, 15 years being led by the Rely Pillars? That's a difficult question because I didn't see this podcast in the last time <laughs> someone asked me three years ago or something like that. Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, you know, we, we will discover what we become, but obviously growth, innovation, um, I think that, you know, being the top of the market and doing our best to stay there yeah. uh, with the use of all of our core values is what I would expect. And I mean, some people want to put a premium number, but uh, I don't think that the premium dollars or the revenue would be our ultimate goal. I think mm. the happiness of our employees, the trust that we receive from our carriers and our producers. And I think that reputation is a, is a goal. Well, with people listening, um, what would you like to say to the listeners about using these core values from home, whether that be interactions with brokers, agents, or multiple producers, or even their own teammates? Great question. I think uh, Laura kind of alluded to that with the relationships side and the leadership side. Um, you know, I think constant communication is, is always key. Uh, from the teammate side, I think that, you know, communication with your team managers mm. uh, within your team and team you know, events outside of being from home or working from home, uh, actually getting together and seeing yeah. each other is important. Um, but if you can't do that, then at least, you know, regular meetings and, and have a little bit of fun, maybe a happy hour. Uh, so I think that all of those core values will play into how we function from home. But in reality, we really kind of function the same. And I think some of the success that we've had in the work from home, um, that we have now mm. versus a few years ago um, play to the fact that the core values are there and those have helped us with that success. I want to give a shout out to my old team manager, Ana Barbosa. She was very, very pivotal in leading by example. I can honestly say she always, one thing she said to me that stuck with me um, with the transition of new teammates and other things, people being hired, she said, take these accounts, make them your own. And that stuck with me because, like, at first I was like, dude, this is a lot of volume. Mm -hmm. I'm coming in midway. This is a lot. But actually having that ideology of making it my own made me feel comfortable with taking charge of what needed to happen in the account. And that played with leadership and relationship yeah. and integrity because you wanted to do the best that you could. You wanted to maintain a relationship with the producer, with whoever was on the account before, mm -hmm. and taking leadership, you know. So I, I just want to give a shout out to her. Plays into excellence also. Excellence yep. also, yeah. Well. I love Anna. She's great. She's really yes, great. She is. She's and so funny. I, I think the, you know, as Brian said, the the work from home environment, I, we've we've been pretty strong at, at executing that. And um, I think it's because of that, you know, the core values that we had. Um, I'd say the, the one that's probably the most challenging is going to be that relationship component um, until we can, you know, get back in the office a little bit more, seeing one another a little bit more. Same thing with building that relationship with the brokers. You can only do so much through a, a Zoom um, <laughs> a Zoom video and yeah. um, telephone, right? So I remember I think, those happy hours kind of fell off the map. Yeah, we, we started oh. strong with like happy hours in the beginning. And then it was just like, I don't want to have another glass of wine with my webcam. I'm, I'm like done yeah. having wine with my webcam anymore. This isn't fun anymore. <laughs> So that, you know, that relationship piece of it is probably 
the one that'll be the most challenging, um, mm. I would think. But I think, you know, hopefully we're we're coming out of it and we'll build this kind of hybrid world and um, that'll that'll be strong. So, well, yeah. I have to give you both and all of leadership major props because we pivoted so fast, even before those stay at home mandates came out and just the, the training and the leadership and the encouragement that we got the entire time. And you have no idea how much those little care packages meant, wow. but that we would get them just randomly show like, Oh, they really do like us. Like <laughs> it meant so much because we ha- did have such a strong family like dynamic here in the office. Yeah. Like, man, I really missed Halloween and Christmas. I've mentioned that before, but those were so fun and missing out on that was, it was a blow. Yeah. And it helped us to maintain and still produce the same, if not better. Right. You know what I mean? We still did really well. If if I were to look at numbers, I think production was higher Mm -hmm. out of the teams. And that's kind of counterintuitive because you think people are at home, they're going to do less, be more distracted. But I think you're not in the office, you're not chit-chatting, you're not getting your sixth cup of coffee just to stretch your legs. (laughs) You get more done. Yeah. Flip side to that is... uh, moving around as much right which is fine but i definitely miss miss people mm-hmm. and i think that's kind of what the podcast is for is to bridge that gap and help yeah. with interaction keep the culture strong yep. and you know that's kind of what the the care packages and the gifts it's <laughs> funny we refer to them as care packages because we were all just like what is happening with in the world and yeah. so then when you get this box of goodies it's like huh it is not only that, package. but like a carefully curated box. You're like, oh my gosh, I actually like this. Stuff. This is amazing. <laughs> so I do have a question. Who finished their puzzle? Not. I don't think that thing is hard. The white, oh, the white sections were torturous. Yes. They're all the same. I finished it. Although I am a, I'm a puzzle junkie. I'm a nerd. So Nice. Um, but I, I finished it. So for the audience, we, we had everybody take... Uh, pictures of their their at-home work environment and then send them in so a little selfie of their work environment we of course had kids in there and dogs and everything else and turned it into a puzzle um it was a lot of fun that was but the entire border was white yeah 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 the border was challenging you can get the the inside with all the photos yeah the the border was that was brutal i'm too impatient for puzzles i get i get my my outline maybe a corner and then i'm looking at the rest i'm like ah Later and later never comes. <laughs> My challenge is that I usually always have one going, and so it's it's like always on the table. And with three kids, it's the the pieces. It's just like oh no, there's, like don't don't let it get vacuumed up, and you know I'm it. always finding pieces on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, to wrap this up, we just want to say when you hear the name Dan Peed, which value comes to mind? Um. So I'd have to say innovation. Okay. Um, whenever I'm asked about Dan, I always ask which Dan, because he, he had gone through phases in the 25 years I worked with him. <laughs> but, um, you know, just from the beginning of, the, of starting Amherst, uh, and, you know, we had three of us in Houston. Uh, Dan took care of the, maybe just say the Lloyd's contracts at the time. Okay. <clears throat> so he was kind of the contract manager, also, you know, setting up the company, all of the MGA licenses and all that kind of stuff. Tim handled, you know, reporting and RMS and getting all that up and running. And I handled the systems. But but Dan, you know, has always been a visionary. Um, you know, tons of respect for that man and, and what he built here. Uh, but it took all of us. Yeah. And, uh, but I, I just remember that, 
those moments, you know, when I ask this or that, he says, yes. Um, but you know, it was, he didn't know it at the time, but it was, um, you know, a vision that he had and mm-hmm. it was very innovative. And, uh, I would probably put him in that innovation. I had, I could put him in all of them. Yeah. But, um, but innovation was, was my experience with him. Yeah. I'd, I'd have to piggyback on that and say innovation, uh, would be what I would uh, categorize Dan as as well. It's, it was always, um, one to just throw out a ton of ideas and up against the wall. And it's like most of them won't work, but then there's usually one that sticks. That's really good. And and you can run with and kind of the running joke um, would always be that we would go by right before you're on your way out to leave um, the office and you just want to be saying goodbye or give them an update on something. And then you get stuck in the doorway and five minutes turns into an hour long conversation. And then you end up with 20 more things to do. <laughs> and that was kind of the running joke amongst all of us. That it was just minutes. like, Oh, you yeah. got five he would minutes. always say you got five minutes. Like as you're trying to walk out the door and, and it's like, okay, well, and now it's seven thirty. Oh and my God. Like I've got all these other things to do. So, <laughs> but that was, you know, that he, he just, his, his mind's always going. So he's always coming up with, with ideas. And, um, it's that I think innovation is, is definitely, um, the, out of the five, the one that, that ties the most to Dan. I think that's a good testament to now look back and see where everything is today. So. Yeah. It's really encouraging. Well, thank you both again yes. for taking oh, time you. out of your day and sitting down mm-hmm. and recording this podcast really enjoyed with this. us. And um, for our listeners, we have 10 episodes coming out, um, two episodes per pillar, and those will be coming up very shortly. So tune in.